Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Sports Radio 929 The Game. There's a highway. 929 The Game.com. It is Sam and Greg on this seventh day of January 2024. What's happening in my voice? I don't know, man. Man, it's like the elevator went down and took it with it. <laughs> that was weird. You, I mean, I'll be all okay. right. Yeah, it's just all like right, yeah. you ever talk to somebody and they sound like they just got hit in the face with a bag of nickels and they go, You sick or something? Oh, I feel fine. My voice just ain't working right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to call you back later. I apologize for that. That was weird. Anyway, it, Sam and Greg, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And moving into this eight o'clock hour. Good morning. Happy New Year to everybody in Canton. In Canton. In Canton. Wonderful Georgia. folks up in Canton, Georgia. Yeah. That's great stuff. All right. Came back with um, Michigan's finest. Yeah, you did. Their own. I won't say the finest. It's their own in Bob Seeger. Mm-hmm. Going up to the, uh, let me see here, the 248. That's one 248? 248 is one of the area codes up there in Michigan. Okay. Okay. How many area codes they got? I don't know. I, well, you know what? Let's ask the guy who's coming on here right now. <laughs> and I want to, before we get into the, the, the hockey stuff, before we get into the Wolverine stuff, I got to tell you, Sam, what happened last week. Uh oh. So I called Sean to come on and join us because we got to do 82 shows in a row. We're filling in for everybody, right? Right. So I'm try- right. Right. I'm trying to get people to come on. And it's not easy for, pe- for us. You and I have struggled with this for years. When you do the morning show, especially on the weekends, folks don't always want to wake up. Yeah. Okay, so but we persevere. So I call Sean, and he he has always been there for us, and would have been there when I asked him to join us on New Year's Day. <laughs> but you hear him, right? He could not. He could not. He turned us down. Okay. Not only did he turn us, not only did he turn us down, he called his daughter a name <laughs> during our conversation. What? So as I welcome Sean Belizean on this morning, welcome. Man. Uh, I just quickly before Happy we get New into Year. this stuff, why couldn't you join us last week? Uh, you know what? She's a rat and a weasel. Um, <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Wow. I'm going to ask Sam a question. Yeah. Uh, so, Sam, let's say, let's say somebody walks up to you and says, I'm going to have a few people over. What, what, can you define a few to me? What does a few mean to you? <laughs> I, like, I, like. Put a number on a few. I, I'm yeah, just right. gonna have a few people over. What? How many would be a few? I don't know. I, you, you know, I would think like a half dozen, or it could be twenty-five or thirty. No, I don't no, know. No, no, he honestly, half dozen is right. I, I think, I think, you know, four, five, like you said, maybe six. Yeah. Um, she had. She decided she was having thirty-one people over on Whoa. New Year's Eve. Are you serious? Yeah, it was. Uh, oh it my was goodness! Insane. So, yeah, I found out New Year's Eve day. Um, she asked me a few days in advance, and I said, yeah, you know, a few people over and everything. 
And then she said, okay, so like I'm having 31 people over tonight. And I said, Lauren, you told me you were having a few people over. And she goes, you can't get mad at me. I told you. Come on. No, a few people is not 31 people. 31 people. My goodness. There there were 31 uh, kids running around the house on New Year's Eve. You were hurting. uh, All's well that ends well. They they were behaved. Okay. uh, Just the same. Having 31, 18, and and 19-year-old mostly females at your house on New Year's Eve, uh, that that, that, uh, is a little... It's a little uh, tiring. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little something. Yeah, that sounds like, like yeah. <laughs> he, he called his daughter a weasel. <laughs> he said, "Well, you got him in a situation. Sound like you sound like you were herding cats or something there, man. All the people." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sean Belichia joined us here. Wow. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game, ninety two nine The Game dot com, and as you can hear that beautiful Canadian accent, which by the way, every time it rears its head, you're going to hear this. All right, so and he doesn't mind that he likes that, but we, I just one of those accents I miss. All right, I tell you what, let's just let you flow. On, I'm going to ask you this, and then you just go because we want to get to the national championship too. You're up there in Michigan. Uh, by the way, Sam asked the question before we came out of here. How many area codes you have up there? I I think I got it right. Two four eight is one of them, right? Yeah. Then uh, Detroit is predominantly three one three, and then there are seven three four. And there's uh, five eight six. Okay. And then there's uh, five one seven. Uh, you, I think <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Like for the Detroit area. Yeah, that, I think that's it. There you go, Sam. There's the answer. Okay. Your there answer we go. There. there we go. Okay. I, I nice. I said this last year going into the NFL season that um, our boy from Alabama, Carolina. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Somebody yeah. was going to take it upon themselves to take a shot at this kid because he's a rookie. He's slight of, you know, he's not that big. And it's more of a welcome to the NFL sort of thing. That's what I said about that. I, I, felt, I felt that was going to be the case going into the NHL season this year. I didn't say it out loud, but the other night it happened and somebody took a shot at Connor Bedard. And busted his job, right? Now, is this something that was an accident, you feel like? Or was this a welcome to the NHL, to this rookie, who, by the way, was one of the top vote-getters for the uh, All-Star game? So I'm, I'm old school. I, I know a lot of the younger fans aren't going to like this. I, I, I think it's welcome to the NHL, kid. Keep your head up. You know, um, that's, a type of, that's a type of hit. That's a type of play that, um, you know, you're in the trolley tracks. you got to keep your head up when you're in the trolley tracks, for goodness sake. You know, I, I thought it was a clean hit. I, I know a lot of the younger generation goes crazy over stuff like that. We need to get that stuff out of the game, all that, you know, stuff. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I think that's a, a, a teachable moment. I think it's a lesson. I, I know I sound like a dinosaur, I know that the the newer generation of fans uh, doesn't like that stuff. You, you got to keep your head up. Uh, period. End of story. I thought it. I thought it was a clean hit. Um, and right. there's a lesson to be learned in, in the National Hockey League. You know, I'm going to say it again. Keep your head up. You've got to keep your head up. Um, you don't want to see a guy get hurt ever. Like I'm not being PC when I say that, but. At the same time, keep your head up, young man, and and uh, I I bet he keeps his head up from this point going <laughs> yeah. forward. Uh, that's, that's the best 
teachable moment you can get. All right, Sean, let's, uh, Sean Belizean again joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 Game, 929 Game.com. Uh, Quickly, top couple stories from the NHL this first half. Well, you know, I, at, the, at the start, when I talked to you guys early, I, I thought Carolina and uh, Colorado would go to the finals. I think Colorado is right on track. Um, they've, they've been outstanding this year. Uh, Rangers have been a, a really good story. That that's a that's a good team. They, you know, ran into a hot goaltender last night and you know took took a loss in um, shootout. But um, they're they're clearly one of the best stories. Bruins are are, are still the Bruins. Yeah. Uh, Carolina's starting to come together. Uh, I I still think they're going to be there in the end. I mean they they just played such a relentless style. So. Those are things to look at. Obviously, Connor Bedard is is a great story. Alexander Ovechkin. I think a lot of people thought that this is a guy. It was a shoe in that he was going to eventually get Wayne Gretzky's record for for most goals scored in a career. Uh, guys, father time is unbeaten. Uh, make no mistake about it. Alexander Ovechkin is still a good player, you know, and and he's racking up a, a decent amount of assists. But his scoring touch, he looks every bit the part of a 38-year-old now, you know. And um, I don't think he's—I don't think he's going to get the record, you know. He's, uh, like I said, he—I think he's at 840 right now, so he has to get 55 more goals. And at age 38, I, look, that might take five years now. The way he's playing, I think he's on pace for 18 goals this season. So. Um, you wow. know that that would that would be something. You're talking about a guy; he'd have to be 41 years old, scoring at about you know uh, 18, 19, 20 goal pace. All of a sudden, uh, Father Time is rearing its ugly head with uh, Ovi, and uh, I, I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. But uh, it's been a good first half. You know, the World Juniors just happened, and um, you know that that's something in the hockey community that's huge. And the United States won the gold medal. I, I might add, and um, the U.S. NTDP has done such a good job of developing players and guys that are, are going to be in the league um, in, in the next couple of years. And so many, you know, guys that are playing now have been a big part of that. So, yeah, it, it's been it's been a fun start to the season. Um, you know, here in Detroit, they're they're still having the growing pains under General Manager Steve Eiserman. Um, so, yeah, for me, I, I feel really good about Colorado. I feel really good about them. I think Carolina's coming in, in, into shape. Rangers are tough. So it's been a good first half of the season. It really has been. All right. Well, spending time on the waitforit.com outline with Sean Belegian. And he is social. Uh, you can find him at Sean, P-B-A-L-I, at Sean, P-B-A-L-I. He's the mayor of Hockey Town. But there's a whole lot of other stuff happening up that way. We, we're not even going to get into it. We got time for the Lions? Or we just yeah, we go? do. Do we have time well, for the Lions? you ask the question, what's your uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, Who's Lions yeah. are in. How excited are you about the idea that, you know, I, I'm glad to see somebody fresh in, especially if our Falcons ain't going to make it. Uh, we hope they still can. But, but the Lions are in. And thoughts about what they've been able to do this season. Well, let's start here. Decker reported. I, I think that's the, the one thing, the one place we have to start that. that What transpired last Saturday in Dallas was unbelievable. It, it was incredible. I mean, you guys saw it. I, I don't think it's showing fandom. And, 
you know, typical National Football League response, you know, they, you didn't see what you saw. The, the NFL <laughs> has to tell you that you didn't see what you saw. Um, so that was that that was uh, rather disappointing. But no, you know what, guys, uh, it, it really has been a magic season. And, you know, if I may be so bold, I, I, I think the cool thing about it is you don't have to be a Detroiter to see that, that, you know, there's a window there and this window is open for this football team. You know, there's a lot of good youth with this team. Um, Jared Goff is up and down. Make no mistake about that. You know, uh, that that's going to be the million dollar question moving forward for the duration of the time that this window was open. Is Jared Goff going to be the guy? I mean, I, I think that's, you know, certainly a question around here, but, um, it, it's interesting. I mean, it, wouldn't it be crazy if, if the Lions play the Rams in first round and have to face Matthew Stafford in yeah. the first round? Yeah. Talking about that, coming, coming, back to, uh, coming back to Detroit. All right, listen, we're up against it. Uh, before, you, before you get on out here, the conversation swore. And by the way, full disclosure, this dude is a Sparty. He's a uh, Michigan State dude. He he uh-oh. just he'd rather walk into traffic than talk about or give love to the Wolverines. But yet he's got no choice, and he's a he's a reporter, and he does his job. So he is willing to talk about them. They're the team that's playing in the national championship. But we really want to know about what's being said about Harbaugh going, leaving. What's going on? Well, for the record, your producer was was very kind when he welcomed me in, and he said. Hey, good luck tomorrow. And I, I threw up a little bit in my mouth. But, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh no! Listen, you, you have you have to you have to sit back and, and give a tip of the cap. Everything that they've gone through this year, this is a likable team. Um, they do things the right way. I think we were all waiting for the SEC uh, bigger, faster, stronger to show up uh, in that game last week, and. If anything, in my mind, guys, I think it was Michigan that asserted themselves late uh, on on both sides of the line, really. I I, I think, you know, the two runs, especially in the overtime, uh, great job up front, and Blake Corum just willed himself into the the end zone. But, no, no doubt about it, you you give Michigan full marks. Uh, I I think they're going to be tough to beat tomorrow. I think everybody's just assuming that they're going to beat Washington up here. I'm not so sure about that. Look, I, I think Michigan's going to win. I, I, I think that people are selling Michael Penix Jr. a little bit short, in, in my humble opinion. But, you know, the big story, of course, is Jim Harbaugh. I think a lot of people thought that this year was going to be the last year anyway, that, yeah. that he's kind of yeah. had his fill with the NC2A. Um, He says he's not going to say a word about anything until, you know, the mission is over and everything. But I think the general consensus seems to be that this is going to be Jim Harbaugh's last year in Ann Arbor. And, uh, you know, he's going to give in to one of the flirtations from the National Football League. But we'll see. All right, Sean, listen, we're up against it. we got to go. Thank you as always, buddy. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And we will be checking back with you. I mean, toward the end of the season, but also just anything going on up there, we're going to check in with you. And um, Sounds great. Good luck to you moving forward. Sean Belisian up there in Michigan. He is, the, I guess right now, the mayor of Hockey Town. We got another guy down here with some juice, and that's D. Orlando Ledbetter. He's going to talk about Falcon Saints. Up next, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sports Radio 92.9thegame, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg. On this Sunday morning, it's the seventh day of January, getting ready for football action throughout the day today. But, Sam, I say to you, on this day, the Harlem Globetrotters played their first game. 
Ever? Ever. It was Whoa. on this day, 1927. That means Abe Saperstein was mm-hmm. on the sidelines. Yep. But they played uh, their first game, and it was in Hickley, Illinois. I don't know where that is. It's up north. I know that. But yeah. it's it, today was the day that they played their first one. So there you go, man. And, and while we're thinking about it, today was the day that Gibson Guitars introduced their Flying V. Ooh. Used by Jimi Hendrix, used by uh, 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 Albert Collins, yep. used by a whole bunch of rock stars. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, mm-hmm. there you go. Would you welcome our guest out here? Oh, we're still we're still working on it. Okay, yep. yep. Because listen, man, I teed that up for him because I know he's a good, <laughs> he's a big Albert Collins fan. Yeah. So, anyway, um, what do what's the first thing you want to look for with this matchup today? A quarterback. This? Well, that's that's I teed that up for you, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing. Who who is who is going to play quarterback? If we, for this if, team? depending on who we see at quarterback, will depend on what kind of game we think we're going to get. If it's Desmond Ritter, we know we're going to get a strong presence of the skill position players, whether it's the running back or at least just dinking and dunking it to tight ends and what, just, just get it out of his hands. You'd hope. Well, that's right. Yeah, that, 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 that's what we're hoping. By the way, you, you know. got that Falcons game pregame 11 o'clock kick at 1. You can hear it in case you can't get in front of a TV. You can uh, hear that game right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. In fact, we, we got a full day of action for you because, by the way, after that game, if you want to check out the Hawks at Orlando, we have that for you. Pregame at 5.30, tip at 6. And then tonight we got NFL action Again, Buffalo at Miami, pregame 7.30, uh, kick at 8.15. And again, I talked about the pregame show for the Falcons starting at 11, but we get out of here at the top of the hour. We're going to turn things over to the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. So we do a little bit of everything. We're, we're, we're sort of, you know, we're the opening act. We give you a little, oh, we just got through talking hockey. How about but, that? But the guys are going to do a deep dive into football as soon as we get out the door here. We just give you a little bit of everything, going, running your errands, going to church. Going out there and buying a winter coat because it's just nasty yeah, outside, yeah, man. Yeah, the way it's been, right? It's just, just, hang, just hanging around. But the, today is a day, you know, along with the Falcons playing a game that is pivotal, there are so many games that are pivotal today, you know, teams that are still trying to play their way in or increase and enhance their chances. You have some teams that are in, they're all set, and some players are not going to play. I guess this is some. there'll be some opt-outs. But I mean, but you can't. You only got so many players on your roster, so you can't sit everybody out. So people do have to play uh, on this final game of the season, and and so that's you know the games that, that we're watching today. Uh, of course, Falcons fans are going to be keeping an eye on the Falcons, but also watching to see what happens with the Bucks and the Panthers. Uh, they're playing that game up in Charlotte, and Panthers two and fourteen. Um, and, um, you know, understand that Baker Mayfield will be able to play in that game. There was some question about it early in the week, um, how he's going to be, but he should be there. there. But there are other games with implications. This Packers-Bears game, there's a, a lot on the line. With, Let with, me ask with you that about game. that real quick. Yeah. And then we don't follow them. I don't even follow them, and that's the, it's my original team. But if they go up to Green Bay and they win this game, do you still do what – the conversation says Chicago Bears should do with the draft picks that they have, given the up-and-down nature of Justin Fields, the people who are showing interest in him that will give the Bears other picks. You know what I mean? I think that's what everybody's waiting to see. Well, I mean, the, the, Bears, the Bears are in that position. They're kind of in that, what you call the catbird yeah. seat. They're right, you know, they're in that position where all eyes are going to be on them. 
to see but what they do because they're going to dictate what's possible for some other teams. But you still, I mean, listen, you came to this conclusion, win or lose with this Packers game today, what you want to do for the long-term future. In other words, are you trying to win the battle or are you trying to win the war? And the same thing could be said of whether or not the Falcons go in New Orleans and win today. There are a lot of people who have speculated on what may happen, whether it's the guys on the sidelines or the guys between the white lines, um, or taking the snap, if you will. So if they go up and win or they go out to New Orleans and win today, does that change that thought pattern? And I'm saying it's kind of the same thing, not as, you know, the draft picks that the Bears do, but a lot of scenarios that are going to play out in certain ways that leave you not knowing who's going to try and jump on one of these chairs that are continuing to move. Yeah. You know, they're going, somebody's not going to get a seat. But if you move somewhat quick enough, you, you can, I mean, it's just no telling what, what could happen. Then you got to ask yourself this, because I was thinking about this this past week yeah. when we saw the replays of Jimmy Johnson getting put into the, the Cowboys ring of honor. That don't happen without Herschel Walker. Yeah, that's true. That that's don't true. happen. That's true. And so these dudes, then the Bears, the Falcons, and any other team that's thinking about making a big splash, whether it's in free agency or getting a, half, uh, a high draft pick, at least in 2024, they don't have that luxury. And so then you got to ask yourself, because see, then when the Cowboys did it, we know nothing about Jerry Jones. We knew a little bit about Jimmy Johnson in the days in Miami, yeah. but we didn't know what kind of talent evaluator they were. I can make a case that they I mean people happy with what's going on up there in Chicago and the people who are making decisions. This is the organization, remember, that took Mitchell Trubisky over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Well, you know, though, they, 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 they've had problems figuring out the quarterback situation Since up there Rocco for a while. Nagurski. They have had problems figuring that situation out in Chicago. So what, do you throw your hands up and don't do it? you got to well, do no, it. Well, no, you have to do it. You have to do it or you have to – it's your opportunity to do it. Yes. This is your window. You know, next season, don't know, but this season is before you. You have an opportunity to say, this is our guy, or get the person you feel is going to be your, your franchise guy. But name is, having a franchise quarterback is not, you know, they don't just grow on trees. No, they don't. And, and as, the- as, as, we, as, we, as we are finding out. <laughs> yes, that's right. You know? And they say that if you make the wrong choice, it sets your organization back some five years or so. Yeah. Well, you, you, know, you know what? Even though we, 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 need, we need that, that's something that we definitely need going forward here in Atlanta, we got so many pieces around. We feel like that's going to make it attractive for someone who's a quarterback to come in. Look at, look at what all we got here for you to work with. You know, just, just come in and just, just, drive, just, just drive it. Just keep it in the lines. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's all primed for you. And I think that's the other thing you look at with this team. Yeah, with the right quarterback here, you know, someone that's going to, you know, take care of the ball, do those smart things. Yeah, this team would be in a totally different situation this year. It hasn't happened. But you got yourself set with all this infrastructure that's here. You know, you want to be able to plug in. You want to plug the right one. I mean, the Colts thought all they had to do was plug in Matt Ryan. That thing, that thing, that thing go well. That no. didn't go well for them, right? So you got to get the right person still. And I, you wonder who is looking at what's happening here and says, you know what? That could be my place. I could go there, especially while this division figures out what it wants to be before exactly. before the other teams in this division wake up. We got the infrastructure in place in Atlanta. Who wants to plug themselves in as the quarterback of this football team going forward? And let's go straight to the top of this division. By the way, have you heard an official retirement from Matt Ryan yet? I know, but but I mean, he ain't playing. He's on TV. I get it, but you know, this. It's, I mean, at some point, guys like that say, yeah. "Okay, I'm officially done." Yeah. 
And I, I just, you know, I never heard one from him. Yeah. Some so. do, some do, some don't. Okay. I, I was just curious. Sam and Greg, Sports some, Radio. Some just don't play anymore. Larry Fitzgerald never did. Well, he thought he see now him I could see possibly going back, not now, but after he uh, nah. I kept waiting I for him. Can, I kept I kept waiting for him to come back. Yeah, I did I mean I really did. I could you see know. him being a different kind of receiver. Listen, I, I want to get back to something that you we were talking about a second ago. Again, I feel better about whatever decision is being made up there in Chicago um now than I do from any other year prior to Why? What's different? Because the guy who's running the team could look, you know. It's me. Oh, it's you. That's you, right? <laughs> wow. I'm up there running the team. Yeah. If yeah. y'all don't know, you need to go online and look at Michael Warren. Uh, somehow, I, you know, that's my doppelganger. <laughs> and I had people around here drive. I had somebody, Bill, what's it, Bill Seller. Well, I saw him this past week. He goes, I was watching um, the Bears game, and they cut away to him. I thought, what the hell's Greg doing up there? You get a new <laughs> get a new job. I've been hearing from that for people for the longest time. Yeah, so, well, well, going back to when he was Big, Big Ten with Big Ten, right? That's why the conversation swirls around Harbaugh possibly going to Chicago. Now, Jim Harbaugh never does what's expected. He always does something a little bit different, right? Everybody and their sisters got him going to Los Angeles for the Chargers. Built-in quarterback situation. West Coast. Yeah, and he's, you know, not like he hasn't had success in California. Yeah. But, man. Is it, is it Justin Herbert? How old is he? How old is Justin Herbert? He's like mid-20s. Is he 25 yet? Eric's looking that up. My point for saying it is, would you want to have the control? 25 years old. Okay. Yeah. So a 25, ready-made, top-tier quarterback, or, do you know, it's, it's the line from your favorite movie, Sam. Do you want to get one off the ground, or do you want to pick it off the tree? <laughs> From the Untouchables, right? Yeah, yeah. And so Jim Harbaugh taking a guy, and and maybe got the the blessing of Mike uh, of of Warren up there saying we're going to give you everything you need, all the tools you got, all the draft picks. We're going to let you come into the war room and do it and build it, build this organization back up and provide this fan base with a quarterback that they've never had before. You being that guy, you being the legacy. For all, if nothing else, come back and do something after for all the. You know what? You took from Dicka when you played <laughs> you played here. I don't know. I think he will end up in 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 in, in LA for the Chargers, but I would not be surprised if he ends up in Chicago. Because of everything I just said and and, and Michael Warren trying to get him there. So we'll see. We'll see. But tomorrow night first. Yes. Tomorrow I think tomorrow night, regardless. That's just me. I don't I don't think one way or the other he stays. But that's just me. All right, wanna get you set for uh Wait for tailgate show, getting you set for a full day of NFL action. Falcons and Saints kick off right after 1 at the pregame starting at 11. But John, Joe, and Harper will get you set up before that. They're coming up top of the hour. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg with you. On this Sunday morning, first Sunday morning of a new year. Glad you're spending some of it with us. Uh, cloudy outside. Boy, we ain't seen Maybe we'll see the sun. You know, we saw a ray of sun come through, and all of a sudden, there was red. Yeah, Remember the sun about an hour? It was about an hour ago. No, I missed that. Yeah, big red. I was like, what is that? I got my back to the window. Red, red came through, big flashing red light. It was the sunlight coming through, but then the clouds came back, uh, like yesterday. So, so <laughs> hopefully it's going to roll away. Well, you know what though, we 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 could we could be the poor folks up the East Coast who are dealing dealing with that nor'easter, 
And, um, you know, my goodness, and the folks who are up that way uh, having to deal with that and, you know, check on your relatives if you got some up that way because they're, they're getting – they get they get hit with a lot of snow. Two things yep. before we bring in our, our our special guest to let him spread his wings uh, is what we haven't had a chance to say anything about the end of that Alabama Michigan game and your thoughts on it and and just the, oh, the comments play, the play call yeah just well just overall how that game ended the fact that Michigan beat Alabama finally Saban's comments is there anything from that matchup or what followed it that stayed with you. And I just wanted to ask you that when we just every, every, just just about everybody I've talked to or spoken to were just they were just knowing that Alabama was going to find a way to pull it out. Mm-hmm. They just felt like Alabama's going to find a way to win this thing, and you know I was I was among them, and 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 I was wrong. Well, I wasn't trying to get you to do that. Well, every, I didn't yeah, know who was going to win. To be honest with you, yeah. we had Garrett with us. And Garrett felt the same way you did. Yeah. You can't give Nick Saban 30 days to prepare and not, you know, you know he's going to win and all of that stuff. And then he stopped for a second and he went, but Blake Coral finishes runs better than everybody well, else. Yeah, yeah, and he, he went into he, that he, whole he's thing. He's a finisher. He's a finisher. And, and, and he showed that. Um, and, and we'll see tomorrow night. A different kind of animal tomorrow night because of the offense they're going to be facing the quarterback that Michigan's going to face right. um, and, and what he's going to do. He's on a little bit of a mission. Now, he didn't get the Heisman Trophy. You don't get the Heisman Trophy, you won't get the national championship. And like I said, once again, could there be, uh, you know, we talk about the ending of a season. It is the, the, um, the ending of a, of a great college football tradition. Wouldn't it be something if a team representing a conference that is vanishing, that is evaporating, wins it all at the end? How do you, how do you, how do you write that script? How, what's you write about that conference if all of these you know, schools are deserting a conference that produces a team that wins the whole thing. Right. You know, how, how does it make those teams look? Of course, as Dion would say, they're chasing the bag, right? Everybody's chasing right. the bag. But you let the bag cause you to do something that lets a great conference and a great tradition uh, disappear. The the conference of champions is there, as they call themselves. So you say to all those people who are speculating that Nick is going to, and I don't know what his contract says, he's going to hang around as long as he needs to or wants to, and, and we know about his competitive nature, but people talking this past week about, you know, his future. He hasn't won one in three years, and that's for Nick Saban is crazy. Um, he hates NILs. He hates all the transfer portal stuff. The way college football looks in 2024 is not something appealing to Nick Saban. And well, we mentioned, days, we mentioned that because it was just like, a, but, but he's going to hang around. He's not going to do like Roy Williams and Coach K. You know, it became something they couldn't control. And okay. so they went and sat on the porch. Uh, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna do that yet. He's finding that he can still be successful. Look at how this team started. This Alabama started the season. You know they weren't the team that we saw at the end. Now at the end they were playing more like Alabama, but uh, he's still seeing what he, that, that that he can do that. That he can be a part of the conversation. That he can get a team there. Still recruit that kind of talent. I mean, just think this week. What, what was it? Wednesday, two days after the game. Right. Had what nine guys. Nine Alabama players to the transfer portal yep. in a period of 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he knows that's the way the game is. You know, he knows that's the way the game is played. He's had a chance to have some success with that. I think he's wondering some if that was going to be. Not he, Nick Saban he, level. He, well, it is. He's, at, he's, playing, he's playing. He's in the playoffs. That dude is he's not in the four. He's in the playoffs. He's right. not where he has been for the last, you know, again, three years in a row, Alabama's been handled in a way that, during his tenure hasn't happened, so people are speculating. They're also hearing what he's saying on the side and taking that in 
you know. No, nah, man, he's still doing that. He's still going to do them. Carrying Affleck. it apart and, and, he, and trying to parse he's still his doing, words. He's still doing them Affleck duck commercials, man. Saving ain't going over. Oh, yeah, again, I just want to ask your thoughts. on. I don't think he's going anywhere either, but I yeah. wanted to just, you know, we hadn't had a chance, you and I. Can we chat with this guy that. over here for a well, second? Well, let me do this real quick because this Go is how ahead. I tee it up for him. Again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We are going to be, by the way, the you good news is. something baseball, but go ahead. Say, you want to just pull everybody behind the curtain? Go ahead. Go, see go, what I'm doing go, here? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Uh, what was I saying? I don't know. What were you saying? I was saying I was teeing it up there for you. I was giving you a nice intro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, coming up at the uh, top of the hour, going to turn things over to the Wade for Tailgate Show. They're going to get you ready for the Falcons pregame show. And, of course, then you have Falcons and Saints. Now, before we get to that, some of these last little bits of insignificant information, I will tell you this. Happy birthday, born on the same day. Not the same age, but born on the same day. You ready for this? Today, happy 27th birthday to Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay. You know who else is 27 today? No. Ozzie Albies. No wow. Huh. I wonder if he knows that. They were <laughs> 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 Ozzie and Lamar born on man. the same day. Oh, so cool. happy birthday to both of them. That's very cool. cool. So very there cool. is your oh, 27. Today they were born on the same exact day. That well, I just said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you think I just made that up? Well, earlier you were earlier you were saying not necessarily the same age, but the same. Well, I was actually looking at one other. I wanted to get out uh, get out before I did that one, and that is a different age, but it's for Sam Lewis Hamilton, 39 today. Okay. The F1 driver? That's, that, yeah. F1, that's for Sam. F1 guy. Yep. He's, he's, he's pocketed a few checks. Yeah. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen how much money he makes? It is in, he's got to be one of those. Is he top, like? Is he up there with Chris Ronaldo? He's and, like fifty million, something like that. Yeah, oh, Aaron Rodgers. That's just his contract too. That's like. Oh, that's know. true. That's I'm sure there are some sponsorships tied in with that. But oh, yeah. it's he won crazy. In a minute, either Mercedes was it Mercedes oh, man, Benz? Man, his, man, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, the Mercedes, Mercedes team. They're having mm-hmm. some issues yeah. as far as F1 at least. Well, I mean, you know, I, you say he's 39, so I'm not looking for him to go out there and win every week. At 39. No, but for a period of time, these guys run right, the sport. Right, Michael right. Schumacher did it for a while. He did right. it for a while. And it usually, as I understand then, it, the team. When it, yeah, when it tails off, it's either the, the team or the car maker or whatever. They mm. Some other team gets this new little contraption on there, and then they dominate for a while. Mm. Max Verstappen was his first yeah. Verstappen. Yeah, when I first got into it, which was when a lot of people got into it, like kind of over the pandemic, yeah, Mercedes was killing everybody, and mm. now it's uh, Red Bulls yeah. is the big team. Yep, they're, okay. they're ruling everything. That is Joe Patrick. He yeah, is here. a part of the uh, Wait for Tailgate show, but you know we used to go to Joe a long time ago and let him spread his baseball wings here. <laughs> so since we've got off it, watch how I bring it back to baseball. Oh, happy birthday, Alfonso Soriano! Oh. Ah, eh, eh. there's a name I haven't heard in a while. There you see, go, see, see, champion. See. Yeah, top. In fact, a I phenom. Think, at one point. I, think, I mean, he was like a you know. I think game, he is game in second place for one of the greatest records in baseball history. I think the leader is one of those untouchable records. How many leadoff home runs? Oh, who's the leader in leadoff home runs? Ricky Henderson. Right, right. I think it's like 81. Right. I think Alfonso Soriano's in second place. Hmm, interesting. With like 50-something. Interesting. So there you go. And Acuna's, well, he'll, he'll pass him in the Yeah, time. really, how about that, right, <laughs> right? Do you think he'll pass Ricky? I, I think he will because Acuna's going to hit leadoff for the rest of his career probably, like until yeah. he's super old. So And, he and, and, he's, more, and he's more of a power guy than, than, than Henderson was. Yeah, the Ricky Henderson one is crazy to me that he hit that many homers uh, in that that leadoff spot. Because it wasn't like a natural. Like, I mean, he had power, but he wasn't someone who was kind of known for it. Like I would say, Soriano and Acuna. Are. Yeah, and it's funny too because we're talking about one guy who's got the all-time base stealing record, 
And then we got the guy who's got the all-time season. Right. No, right. no, no, no. I'm sorry. He doesn't. Because that would be, yeah, he it was oh, it got little, over 100 times back Otis in Nixon? I don't, I don't know. who. No, I think it's one of those, those Cardinals guys. Yeah. You know, they got, them, got that Coleman, over 100. McGee? Yeah. <laughs> right, well, we, you just pick, just pick one. There was three or four of them, right? I was right? going to say, really. You know, McBride? Yeah, a track meet, man. Yeah, a four L relay team. Uh, well, why we, got, why we got you here, Joe? Chris sailed this week, um, yeah. coming to the team. I uh, spoke to the media. You feel like you said all the right things. You feeling good about him? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, like, listen, the Braves have taken these kinds of shots before. Like, they always have liked to kind of go to these veteran arms to fill out this, you know, third, fourth spot and fifth spot in the rotation. Cole Hamels back in the day, and, and you've had Charlie Morton, who's you know paid off a ton of like very successfully. They yeah. keep on re-signing him to yeah. his contract, right? Which is great. And you know, you just hope you can get something similar out of Chris Sale and. You know, he brings a little dynamic being a, a left-handed guy, too, with kind of a funky delivery. But I, I think the Braves got to approach this as, like, just let's gear everything, uh, his program, his throwing program, everything towards being at his prime in the postseason because that's when that's when this deal is really going to pay off or not. I yep, said yep. this to Sam. I called my friends in Chicago. I said, is that attitude with this dude still there? Because I don't want that White Sox Chris Sale. I don't want that Boston. I don't want the guy who goes into the locker room when he's upset at the fact that he can't throw a breaking ball and take knocking him out of the park and goes and cuts up a bunch of uniforms. Mm-hmm. That whole episode yeah. for folks who don't know about that. Yeah, I th- he could disrupt a, a a a staff. I would think if he brings that attitude here. Sam tells me he's past that. Do you feel the same way? I, listen, you never know, but I, I would have to imagine so. And I, I think that the Braves locker room yeah. culture is right. going to help, kind of you know keep that in check a little yeah. bit and i think that those guys in there they won't be shy to tell them how they feel at times but i don't think it w- i don't think it'll be an issue personally and i think like having a guy like charlie morton there he's like a great kind of he's the opposite he's like a he's like a yogi he's like yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, he, right, he's, right, like a, right. he's like a mentor uh that's how he sees himself honestly so i think it'll be great to have someone like him around too they're saying that this deal could spell the departure of max Fried. what do you what are your thoughts on that I mean, it seems crazy to me to think about that. I don't see it, but I would say that if you look at Max Fried, like, you know, he, he's kind of getting up there in age. He was kind of a later developer. I can't remember off the top of my head how old he is, but I think he's approaching his, his uh, he's 29. Yeah. So he's, so he'll be 30 soon. So he's not like as young as much of, a, I don't want to say a prospect because obviously he's a very proven commodity, but because he's just still kind of under his team control, people think that he's, you know, of a certain age. And so, um, I think he'll be around. I have to imagine that he will, but it's not the craziest thing in the world to consider him leaving. Cause you know, think about it from his perspective too. get a lot of bidders out there for you. Yep. 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 Folks. Well, okay. Coming up next, uh, you guys are going to come on with the wait for it. Tell guess sure who, who we got at quarterback. And uh, does that matter? <laughs> you have that information. I don't know. Who do, you, who do you guys? <laughs> who we got a quarterback today, man? Man, I don't know. I think I think this is the first time Arthur Smith is kind of is kind of using the shroud of a, of an injury to kind of or, or using an injury to kind of shroud like who he's going to pick. Because I really do think it's more about who he chooses. And I don't know. There's honestly there's pros and cons to either one. I think for Arthur Smith, the decision is going to come down to who who would you rather entrust your job status too <laughs> Taylor Heineke yeah. or Desmond Ritter neither is a great option that's what I'm saying who what what accomplished coach does this in other words he has a formula he has a way of doing business I don't care what these guys have done I made a decision I'm sticking with it that lends itself to the conversation that's gone on for a while about this coaching staff or the head coach or the the quarterback and, and maybe there's going to be a deal made there when you sit back and, and as a fan Joe 
want them to win um, because that'll maybe possibly position them to get into the playoffs or lose and get, you know, talk about this draft pick. I mean, listen, I don't want to speak for any fans, but I know uh, I always want my team to win. Like, yeah. even if even if I can, like, rationalize, like, that losing would be beneficial in some type of way, I always want them to win. Like, when I sit down in the game, I don't, like, I never consciously so want my say, team to lose a game when I'm sitting they're there watching. they're going to get a draft pick or they're going to get that number one pick. Yeah. That's not the case with the Falcons. No. Right, right, I mean, right. You, you won a few games this year. You, you, you're not, and you're I, not no, getting not the No, not the Falcons, but you, when it and, happens, when you yeah. have that opportunity. As far as the draft pick goes, I'll say this, which is that, um, whether the Falcons win or lose, it is actually not going to change their draft pick that much. It might yeah. change it like a spot. What would change it is if, if they win and the Bucks lose and the Falcons get in the playoffs, then the Falcons would go to like 20th or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, they're going to be in that 8, 9, 10, 11 range. Uh, so, th- so the result isn't going to matter so much unless you make the playoffs, which I think a lot of people would like to see. I think obviously it's more related to does a win mean Arthur Smith is back? Does a loss mean he's gone? And... What do you prefer as a fan? Yeah. I just I say win or lose today. When you're sitting around with your friends and you got to come up with a sentence or a phrase describing the season, what would that be? Oh, disappointing for sure. Yeah, <laughs> aggravating. Aggravating. Now, see, I'm looking more like that, or you know, that, that's a good one too. Yeah, sure. And any of those words, any. I feel like. <laughs> You can play a game with your friends. Who can come up with the, the best word to describe it? Did you have a good New Year, man? I did. How about you? No, uneventful. Stayed off the streets. Yeah. So I haven't talked to you since then. So you know, un- <laughs> nothing happened with you. You stayed in and watched sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I stayed in and watched sports. That's his story, and he's sticking to it. Joe <laughs> 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 Patrick, Harper LaBelle, and John Fricky coming up next here with the Wade Ford Tailgate Show, leading you into Falcons pregame and then, of course, kickoff. Right here, in case you can't get in front of a TV on Sports Radio 929. Again, if you can't watch basketball later on, we got the Hawks at, uh, all of a sudden, I can't remember. Orlando. Orlando. And then tonight, we've got Buffalo at Miami. And there you go, Mr. Crenshaw. Yeah. Have yourself a wonderful day. You do as well. For the rest of you, thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday mornings. We will be back to Saturdays next week. Saturday and Sunday, you got Sam and Greg. Have a wonderful day. Eric Slaughter, thank you for everything. Sports Radio 929 Game. 92.9thegame.com and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.